Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Good morning. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 24th. The time is about... 11.30 11.30 a.m. Central Time. Radio New PC has been conducting Zoom conference calls from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know that you're a newcomer. Srinivas? Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning, Rahul. I, am I audible? Yes, go ahead. Uh, so my current employer has filed a H1 amendment and I got it uh, approved by filing the premium processing on January 17th. I my lawyer is, is yet to receive the uh, the approved letter. So can I make mm-hmm. a travel to India without the approved I seven nine seven? I already have an an you know an existing I seven nine seven with you know uh, with my current employer. So, can I use that? So, so it's, this is just an amendment, is it right? Yes, this is just an amendment. This it is approved. This is just this amendment. Yeah, I don't see any problem in there. If it's just an yeah, amendment. I can, but I'm assuming, but by the time you come back, you will have it, is right? Uh, yes. So it is approved on January 17th. So I'm expecting it to be delivered, uh, say, end of this week. So if I go, I will take it with me. In case if I am not able to take it with me, if I'm, uh, is it going to be any problem or something like that? That's fine. That's not a major issue since it's an amendment. Okay. Yes. You're good. So, yeah. The last time you mentioned you wanted to have it premium processing and then. Yeah, that's, your- that's good. You, that's good. You did that. Yeah, that is done. So, yeah, I don't have to wait for the letter, right? Approved letter. No, sir. No, sir. You don't okay. have to. Next person. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ravi Kiran. Uh, good morning, Rahul. Uh, thanks for giving me this opportunity. So, uh, I have two questions regarding my uh, wife's H4 EAD. So, mm-hmm. I'm planning to change my employer. Uh, so, mm-hmm. can she travel to uh, you? Uh, can she get, it, uh, get the visa stamp uh, with the petition on? Uh, which uh, which I have it with my previous employer. On the day the she time. is getting stamped, on the day she is getting stamped, which com- are you working for that company or this other company has transfer pending? Uh, it's transfer pending. No, sir. I do not recommend that you give any chance for the consulate to deny your things because she's not going to say that you're working for this company because she, she, she you don't have an approval. And the other company that you have an approval, you're not working for the company. You can do one thing, do premium processing. Okay, okay, okay. Do so the other question okay? I, yeah, the other question I have is like, do I need to do anything to her H4 uh, uh, transfer or H4 EAD when I change my mm, No, no, you don't need to. Um, when, is even, is H4, when is her H4 and H4 EAD expiring? It's in 2025. 
no, you don't need to do anything. You don't need to file anything. But when she goes for the stamping, I don't mm -hmm. want you to be in the limbo situation where you don't have an approval, but you're working for the company. So I just want the premium processing to be approved in that way. She's in a better shape. Okay. But you don't okay. have to file so a the code a petition. I can file. I mean, I can uh, do make and reach the appointment. That would be safe, right? Yeah, that's right. That's better. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Krish. Next person, please. Um, hi Rahul. Uh, so like uh, I have two questions. First question is I am on H1B and my wife is on H4. So can she start an LLC? Is she allowed to start an LLC? Yes, she can. She can do whatever she wants to. She so can, that won't affect my uh, further green card processing or anything, right? No, sir. She's doing perfectly legal. So it won't affect negatively for you. Okay. And like, can I be a part of that LLC or I am not allowed to be a part of that LLC? Uh, I would, uh, you need to have a private consultation if you want to have. Sure. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Because there are some gray lines. There are some black and whites. It's better to discuss with a lawyer before you go there. Okay. Hey, good morning. Uh, so my parents arrived in the U.S. Um, <clears throat> on visitor's visa on Ju in July last year. <clears throat> Their I-94 expired on Jan 1st. We filed for the extension uh, late December, but it was rejected because of incorrect filing fees. Um, we got the re rejected notice yesterday. So we <clears throat> quickly refiled for the new, uh, petition with the corrected. Uh, um, I want them to leave the country. Okay. Their passport is considered to be invalid. Passport visa is considered to be invalid. They have to apply for another visa to come into United States. First, we recommend people not to file the B2 extension. Second, if you are doing it, do it online. I mean, I don't know why you have to do it. But right now, their passport visa is not valid. The reason is that if a person stays unlawfully in this country for one single day, the passport visa automatically get canceled. Even if they have a passport visa for the next nine and a half years, it's automatically canceled. You may ask, no, I did. No, that's not considered to be proper filing. It's considered to be proper filing only if it's been properly filed. Since the filing fees is not proper, it's not properly filing. So you have to take the steps what I told you. Next person, please. Nikhil. I can't hear you, Nikhil. Pratik? I can't hear you, Nikhil. Pratik, go ahead. Abhi. Hey, Rahul. Um, me and my spouse, we are working on GCAD. And uh, my spouse wants to travel to India for about a year. So my question is... Um, about a year? Oh, why? Yeah, so how does it impact the advance parole and the application? Would it be abandoning? What we is do the not. There? We do not. There is nothing. There is no hardcore rule here and there. But if mm. it's more than four months, I strongly recommend to have a private consultation with a lawyer. I would recommend you do not consult. Keep it under four months. Okay. 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 Thank you. Not consult a lawyer. Okay. I would try to. I would try to avoid the lawyers. Next person, please. Pratik. I think you need to unmute yourself. Varun? Am I audible? Yes, Varun. Yes, go ahead. Hey, Rahul, good morning. Hey, I have a uh, question about my L1 visa. I have a pending AP, EAD, and AOS fi uh, petition filed in November of 2022 with my EB1 prior to date of May of 2022. As per the latest bulletin, you might have seen the action, the final date of action has retrogressed to February of 22. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a big chance it might not improve till September of 23. 
my L1A based I-94 is valid till August of 23, which means I either have to file an extension. Um, I have to file an extension. That means, so I have to two ways. What about, the, what about the ED, EAD? I've not received the EAD till now. Um, but you have until August 2023. Yeah. Um, so and I, I would recommend that you go for the interim benefits though. Okay. Uh, interim benefits. Again. You can sue the USCIS for the interim benefits to give an EAD and advance parole because they're supposed to approve in three months. They're taking a long time though. The reason is that sometimes L1A extension becomes a problem. Sometimes people are out by seven years. Uh, so you, did you complete it seven years? No, I would complete seven years in 2025. Um, so it's up to you though, whether you want to, uh, you want to extend the L1. You can do one thing. You can extend the L1 six months in advance. Okay. Mm -hmm. File the premium processing. If it gets denied or something happens, then you can always go for the interim benefits extension. Cool. But if I if I file it here, it might not approve in time, and my wife's L two cannot get approved in time, and which means she cannot work on a filed L two extension. That is one my concern. I want to extend her continue her work. Well, recently there's a court decision that came out one week ago. You got the decision where L twos and L ones will be approved at the same time if you file them together. Okay, L2 and L1 would get approved together if we filed them together. Okay, yes, yes. And there was a class action lawsuit. It's uh, Stephen Brown in our office who took care of it. And that's the reason he's also in charge of litigation. If you want EAD to be faster, you can contact him. His name is Stephen Brown. I will give you his email address in the chat, okay? Okay. Only if you want your EAD approved faster. But you'll have, he will take you to the court though, okay? Okay, and last question, um, Rahul. If we file and the decision has not arrived, we file L1 and L2 extension and the decision does not come till August of 2023, I can work, but can my L2 wife, wife can work? No. Based on a filed no. petition? No, she cannot. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Next question, please. HY? Uh, we can't hear you. A lot of people we are unable to hear today. I don't know why. Go to the next person. Ritwik? I... Um... <clears throat> Uh, my wife H1 got selected in last year uh, lottery and mm -hmm. at that time we were in India myself and my wife both were in India and mm -hmm. after we came here it got approved in November but mm -hmm. she never started working uh, for that company I would like to know whether uh, her status got changed to H1 or she is still in on uh, still on H4 uh, you you got the H-1B approved while she's outside the countries, right? Yes, that's what you said, is right? Uh, it got approved after we came to U.S. When the H-1 was applied, but we do, both do, were in do India. You have the H, do, do you have the H-1 approval with you? Yes, H-1 copy I have. Can you see it? H-1B approval. Do you, can you see at the bottom if there is a 994? There is no I-94. Are you sure about it? Yes. If there is no I-94, her H-1B is not valid. She's on H-4 only right now. She's on H-4. So meanwhile, I changed my company so I can transfer her H-4 to the new company, right? Absolutely, you can do so. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Omkar. Hello, Rahul. Can you hear me? Go ahead, Omkar. 
Yes, uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, so uh, I my I-140 just got approved about a month ago. So I'm looking to file for my wife's uh, H-4 EAD. Just wanted to confirm that this uh, the H-4 EAD needs to be filed. Uh, there's no um, online filing for that, right? It needs to be filed, uh, paper filed and no premium processing, right? Uh, she has a H-4, is right? Yes. I would recommend, I don't know about online filing though. File it normally. After your I-140 is approved. Only file it after the I-140 is approved. Yeah, my I-140 is approved now. Um, and uh, there's no premium processing for that, right? There's no premium But at this point, her H-4 is only valid for another seven months. Um, and when the H-4 EAD gets approved, uh, it will only be approved for maybe three or four months at that point. Uh, and I'll have to refile it. So is there a... So, so uh, here, is, here, is what, here is what I would do, though. Right now, we got the judgment from the court, is right, that... It's going to be H1, H4, and EAD will be approved at the same time. So I would apply your extension because this is not, EAD is not going to come for a long period of time. I would file your H1, H4, and EAD at the same time. Or I would do one thing, file an EAD right now, file an EAD again along with the H1B with the premium process. The second one will most probably will be approved faster. So when I apply for my H1B extension in, in two months, at that point, mm -hmm. I should apply for her H4 extension and EAD together. And EAD. Yes. So do you recommend that I just don't apply for EAD right now and wait until March? Uh, I still recommend to apply for EAD right now again. So basically, I'd be filing it twice. Is there a downside? Would they just consider no. whichever is faster? Whichever is faster, yes. Okay. And I'm a bit uh, worried. Sometimes the second EAD might not come with a start date right now. I'm a bit worried about that too. Okay, okay. It may come after eight months date. Eight months. I just have one last uh, small question. Um, so is there a, a, a risk if I change the job before six months of my I-140? Um, the risk is that if your company withdraws the I-140, then she won't be eligible for EAD. And you will not be able to extend the H-1B beyond six years based on the I-140 if the I-140 has been withdrawn. So under okay. your conditions, Omkar, I would strongly recommend, strongly recommend, you stick with this company though. Okay, I understand. Okay, thank you for the suggestions. Next person, please. Nikhil, Pratik, Krishna. Uh, are you able to hear me, sir? This Pratik. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I I, I was stuck. I, I I was stuck in here. Uh, but my question here is. Um, you have to get away from the mic, please. I, are you we'll able to hear me now? Better, but we're getting better, reason, from, reason from you. Okay, how about now? You'll have to mute. We're still getting, you have to step away from where you are. Okay, uh, I closed it now. Okay, uh, so. Okay, uh, so now uh, I've, I'm caught in a unique uh, situation. My uh, employer filed, uh, like uh, my pre employer filed for H-1B transfer. And it was filed in the month of September. Uh, I haven't received any receipt number yet. But uh, my 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 attorney said that uh, my uh, the cash uh, uh, the checks have been cashed, and they resend for a premium processing at Texas Center, but uh, they didn't cash the checks yet, and uh, now I'm stuck in between. Uh, wh what can be done in this case? If the check has been cashed, though, the things looks to be fine. Mm -hmm. One, you can contact the ombudsman for these little things. It's Sometimes it's better to go to court because they don't answer the question at all. 
go to the court. Look, office, uh, the, the USCIS is not issuing me the receipt notice. Here is the checks that got cashed. And then typically they respond in 60 days. Okay. Uh, and uh, do I, do I need to like go through a personal attorney or ask my company attorney to do that? Uh, it, the company has to contact a lawyer. Uh, Stephen Brown in our office is a perfect person. Okay. I already given his email address. I will give it to you again. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But the checks cash proof need to be there. Okay. Thank you. Krishna. Next, next person, please. Uh, hi. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Uh, thanks, Rahul. Uh, I have one question. Um, my employer got an RFE saying, uh, actually there was an inspection uh, that came to the employer and they went to a wrong location and they were looking for people and there was some confusion. So inspecting people thought that it was a misrepresentation uh, because they were about to close down that development center. So, mm -hmm. and they have sent a RFE saying that you have to respond, uh, respond with all evidences uh, or else you will be considered willfully misrepresenting the things, so willful misrepresenter or something. That's what they sent, and uh, my employer has uh, sent all the evidences saying that you went to the wrong location, and this is the correct location, and these are the photographs, and this is the update. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Right. Uh, so it, it went fine, and after that, they came up with a different thing saying that uh, you have um, you did not submit the evidence to prove that you are not collaborating with. Uh, other employers to unfairly increase the chances of an employee. That question ah. did not come in the original. So my employer talked okay. to his attorney. Uh, he says we, that, uh, no, did, don't did, worry did about you... that. They might have typed wrong something no. or well, well, but, uh, that, doesn't look, that doesn't. Did you file H1B in the lottery system with multiple companies? Uh, no, it was not for me. But uh, yeah, uh, the corresponding person, uh, my employer has filed only for from uh, from his company only one time. But uh, that person might have filed from different different uh, companies. We do not know. Uh, they should explain it though that why they filed the H one B for these people who are not working for the company. Though we uh, so it's it's dal me kuch kala hai. I mean, there's something wrong there though. Uh, because if, uh, if what we are noticing is that if people are filing for multiple different places, though, and even if your company is not involved in it, they may get these kind of notices. They need to seriously respond to those notices that they have not involved in those things. Yeah, but uh, in the original RFE, this was not mentioned. It, Still, so, but in the, in the denial, you got a denial, or you just got one more RFE. Uh, the first one was uh, notice of intent. First to one, I got second one was what? Uh, that was RFP. Respond to it. Don't leave okay. it. Otherwise, you'll okay. get denied. Yeah, no. He has withdrawn that uh, H1 already. Which H1? Oh, for whom this inspection came, that H1, uh, they denied. Uh, sorry, uh, my empire has so withdrew who, 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 So who are you? You did not get the notice of intent to deny. You got the notice of intent to deny. My empire has, that was not for me. The main reason why I'm asking, because I'm also an employee. I, uh, I want to be sure that I'm working for a company which... I, guess, I, got, it. I got the point, yeah. What's the company's name? Uh, it is... Um, 
Mavin. How do you spell? M A V I N. Mavin Technologies. Yeah. Nagarajudam Udamsati. Yeah. He has filed a lot of internal. How do you know this information, though? No, because uh, he was talking to attorney, and he told that. Uh, uh, he told about this one. This has happened, and we need not respond. That's what Atani said. And so one of the problem I, I have is this company, Mavin Tech, seems to be a small company, but they filed forty-four people that they are working at his location. He, right. Uh, previously, they got a contract, but during the COVID, uh, they lost it, as he we said. No, he said. You believe that? Yeah, because um, I have seen many people working for that previously. And uh, after that, uh, he's saying that, uh, no, we are not going to... Uh, he stopped uh, all the people who ever wanted to come, saying that uh, we are withdrawing all H1s uh, uh, because we don't have that project anymore. I feel this company is a fraudulent company. You should get away from this company, though. Okay, because I don't trust the statements what you are telling though. You may trust it, but I don't because we don't trust that statements. Give me one second. I'm checking a couple of things here. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so that they can employ 44 people. They have like 5 million, 6 million projects and all of a sudden things just disappeared. Okay, next person, please. You need to get away from this company. And that may sometimes not even solve it yet. Next person, please. Ahmad. Ahmad. H-Y. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Ahmad. Yes, ma'am. Um, uh, uh, am I audible? Yes, you are. Yes. Um, I will be going for my H1 in-person interview. Uh, my I, my uh, my H1B form has my country of citizenship and country of birth reversed up. The only thing I want to ask is what are the documents, supporting documents I need to take for my interview to be uh, telling to the visa officer that the petition had been put and... Uh... You're fine. You don't need okay. to do anything. Because I'm assuming that you will already take the passport. Sorry? You're, I'm assuming that you will, already, you will already be taking your passport. Yes, yes. That will be okay. Okay. That's good enough. This confusion happens a lot of time, but it won't cause any problem whatsoever at all for you to get the H-1B, okay? And at the CBP while entry? No. Okay. No problem. Because now everything is biometrics. If Got you it. are not Ahmed and you pretend yourself to be Ahmed, they will detain you at CBP and put you in jail, which is fine. But you are Ahmed, okay? They have an evidence. That's, a, that's where with the, when you interact with the people though, okay? You will have, they will be able to find out who is genuine, who is not genuine. If there is something reversed up, they'll just ask you. And if not, how long it takes for them to Google it and find it? Or not Google it. They have their own methods to find it. You're good. Thank you me. have no problem, sir. Thank you, sir. HY? Um, people who are oh. not getting their chances, you can fill out the information, that link that we provided. We'll try to answer the questions for you guys. HY, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so Rahul, my uh, change of status, I've applied for F1, sorry, I've changed of status from F1 OPD to H4 EAD. My OPD is valid until this April 2023, and I've mm -hmm. applied for the change of status for, to H4 EAD this month. 
And I got my H4 mm-hmm. visa right, right after I applied it and the EAD I'm still waiting. So I know my OPT, my F1 OPT, I had it until this April, but with this change of status, what is my did you did, did you file H4 and EAD together or you filed it separately? I I applied it together and my request date for the change of status was in March, but they've approved the H4 uh, quickly. Mm, okay, go ahead with your question. My question is my work uh, eligibility. Uh, no, you've got no. you to stop. No. Okay. Stop, can okay? I apply? Can I can I ask for an expedited process? Because you can request. Uh, okay. Okay. But I don't know of any secret method I can get you faster. Okay. Next person, please. Thanks, Sam. Hi, um, hi, uh, Raul. Yesterday I joined. Maybe I was not able to hear your response. So I'm asking the same question again. That uh, I'm in Canada now. My initial L1A was initiated and stamped in Dallas, uh, Texas, but now I'm traveling to Merrimack. Would would that require any changes uh, in terms You're of- You're traveling to what? You're traveling uh, to where? I'm traveling to Merrimack, New Hampshire. So you you have changed your location on L visas, right? Is that what L1, you're telling? Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, you don't need any amendment for L1. You're good. Oh, and, There's no LCA requirement for L1. Okay. And if I stay in Massachusetts, which is just 10, 15 miles away, can I stay? You can stay wherever you want to. And work you don't in... have the geography. Oh, okay. Okay. There is no limitation in L1A, correct? No, there's no limitation in L1A. Like H1B, there's no LCA for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. iPhone? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Good afternoon, Mr. Rahul Reddy. This is Shiny. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm in status of H1. Uh, I'm a special education teacher. Um, mm-hmm. Recently on Feb, uh, by employer, when I'm changing from one employee to another employee, I'm forcefully need a stamping and I went to India on February on 2022. Okay, Why did you forcefully? The, because there was a gap of employment? Yeah, gap of em- employment. The lawyer has uh, done the mistake of submission of some paperwork. That way, uh, I had a gap. That way, I left the country, and again I came. Yeah, okay. But when I when I go to India, and again I get the stamping and came back uh, USA. But when I came on the time, my passport expired on twenty twenty three June. Okay. Expiring okay. in 2023 June. Okay. Yes, sir. 20, 2023 May. 2023 May. Okay. Okay. So, uh, on, the, uh, on the, the port of entry, my I-94 has stamped to up to uh, 2023 May. But my visa is up to 2024 June. Okay. okay I get I got the point. So what you do right now, you got your passport extended right now, is it right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. After I came to USA, I ex- I renewed my passport. Okay. Go to Mexico, fly to Cancun, have a nice margarita, come okay. back. You will get until June 2000, until your passport visa expires in 94. Uh, I have one question, sir. Is there, we need a um, visa for, to enter into the Mexico? No. If you have a visa to come back into USA, which you said it, you have until June 2024. Yes, sir. You don't need a visa to go to Cancun. Cancun? Okay? Cancun? As Mexico. Cancun, Mexico. 
any any place in any mix any place in mexico ma'am any place okay. in mexico okay so can i travel by car or by plane no fly fly the reason fly. is if you travel by car they're saying that it's not a meaningful entry they may not give you the i94 just that's the reason i said cancun okay just google it out fly stay one night have a margarita come back you're good okay yes okay sir oh, uh, Thank you. best option uh, last one question sir is is the best option for going to canada or mexico either way is fine but do you have a canadian visa no i don't have the canadian visa that's the reason i said to you go to mexico mexico okay sir thank you tell it to a special uh, education teacher my mom is was also a special education teacher for a long period of time next person please shantanu hey can you hear me yes i can hey ana this is shantanu um actually i was in hachwan uh, i um for an emergency i traveled to india uh, in october and uh, i want to be stamped and i got Uh, stamped and uh, my documents have been delayed and uh, Jan first week I got my documents and from Jan first week what my client have been uh, cancelled my uh, position so uh, now I lost my job so you cannot go that... for stamping you cannot no, go my... for stamping if, if you don't have a job no uh, before uh, cancelling the job I got my stamping and I received my documents okay uh, but the question here is now can i travel uh, i am in india now can i travel there no you cannot you don't have a job because for you to come into united states you must have a job okay okay however you can find another job mm -hmm. they can file a h1b mm -hmm. you don't have to go for stamping mm -hmm. when you come into united states you show them the h1b approval stamping of company a but you tell them you are not going to work for company a you mm -hmm. will be working for company b okay so uh, and you will okay. show the h1b approval of company b okay so uh, company a is my current employer company b That's right. is, i can transfer i can transfer the h1 h1 Yeah, you can. While you are there, you can transfer, and you don't have to go for stamping. Oh, okay, okay. With, with this, I can travel, but I need to show the uh, a, uh, company A's one. Company B's H one B approval to come back into United States. Company A, you oh, already have everything. Okay, okay. So I, I know I need not go for the stamping, but uh, I'm good with the transferring from here. Yes, but when you come back, you need to have the I seven nine seven approval. from the company b to come back in the united states okay okay uh, how to apply uh, in company b either i want to go for the cap or no cap no cap for you in your lifetime okay 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 um i will try to answer the questions guys that i'm getting here so i have a couple of minutes so please uh, post your questions here we'll try to answer them swami um my i140 priority date is december i changed the job in 2020 i was i140 was going on when the priority date became current last year my perm took 11 months and 15 days so i can sue usca for delay of perm no swami you should sue them before it happened not afterwards okay 
so when we when we go to the court though we have to prove that the case is not moot it's already over now what solution we must offer when it is pending you could you could have sued not right now you cannot sue right now when it was pending for 3 or 4 months that was the right time for you to sue uscis we call it as moot sam chakravarti uh, currently i am in canada my initial album was initiated in stamford dallas and now traveled oh you good this guy already answered the question though vaidya uh uh it's very hard to predict when the priority dates are going to be correct uh vaidya i don't it's going to be very hard to predict though um because there is a lot of demand for eb1 though as compared to what it was they are approving eb once very very liberally though compared to what it was before a uh, question from lg lg we sent medicals to rfp new york field office and not sure when they are going to attorney was saying that we should be approved in 30th september 2022 but now the priority date is backlogged i guess uh, so that's a very long question since your priority is backtracked right now though uh, there is nothing you can do about it what you can do i would suggest you if you have not done it is file an eb3 and wait for the priority date to be current and then do the transfer of underlying basis if the priority date is not current though we cannot now request them to get the green card now it's too late sharad i'm working with company a i recently joined with company b after h1b approved from company b and uh, within a week b was acquired so i went to company a uh, the question is such a lengthy question i have to copy and paste it somewhere else to read it give me one second i went to company a within a week am i good do i need the h1b or do i need to go to mexico now you have a company a you have a company a h1b approval you never left the country and came back in so while if you go back to company a you are good no problem with it no problem with it you're good you don't have to go to mexico this question comes from shankar my company filed form on november 21 my visa is valid until november 2023 so which month in 2000 i need to apply for visa extension i'm hoping my form and i140 will be approved by august of 2023 in september 2023 will be good time to apply for visa visa extension well first of all i'm assuming that by the time your 6th year h1b is expiring you must have completed one year for the perm to be pending so i don't know the exact dates when the perm is pending is it more than one year or less than one year if it's less than one year you may have some alternative methods that you want to look in look around uh which i will give you the um labor i'll give you a, a video that you need to uh you need to uh you need to watch it though uh you should wait for the i140 approval to be approved that is the best strategy for you to do it but if it, that doesn't work though because if the i140 is not approved while the labor is pending for more than one year you can apply for the one you can apply for the h1b extension but only one year you will get it if you wait for the i140 approval you will get 3 years uh, this is sairam as- asking the question i'm currently in india I already have a visa the visa is sponsored now uh, sairam i already answered the question if you transferred to a different company though 
You don't have to get the stamping again. You can use the other company's H-1B H-1B approval in the stamping, but when you come back, you have to tell the CBP that you're going to work for a different company and make sure the I-94 is reflected based on the transport company. You don't have to go for stamping. This question is for Khalid. I'm an H-1B, have three years left on H-1B. I'm recently changed my role when you should directly report. Do I need the previous experience outside in US in US role? No, that's not actually required to do the EB-2 or EB-3. Will my employer be able to file GC in EB-1 if I stay outside? Yeah, you're, to, to get into EB-1C, you need an experience outside the country with the same company with a higher level role though. For EB-2 and EB-3, you don't need that. Um, just because you're a manager doesn't mean that you're going to automatically get EB-1. You must be a multinational executive, uh, executive. So it's a higher level manager though. So if you are planning to go there though, I would suggest first get the EB-2 approval, get the I-140 approval. Then if you want to take a risk though of going outside the country, it's better to consult a lawyer before you make the big step. Uh, is the company qualified for L1? The second thing is, is the position will be more probably will be qualified for EB1C. It's better to check with the lawyer before you make a big decision of going outside the country. Ashwin, this question is coming from Ashwin. Uh, oh, you got let go today. My company is paying me for the eight weeks severance for stamping SMI monthly. When is the uh, when is the 60 day starts? 60 day starts today though. Um, now, of course, when I go in front of the immigration, I don't argue the same thing, but it's better to take the uh, uh, conservative approach. 60 day starts today. And this is the last question guys from Nikhil. There's no other person who have asked questions. So I will go with this question. Nikhil has filed 485 2021 September got EAD in DAB. Approval 485 status is, uh, ready to schedule interview uh, on October, but did not get in update confirmation interview. Uh, I filed 485J with an employer after the case got updated. Any suggestions to get some attention on my case? I don't know what your priority date is. If your priority date is current though, um, you can consider suing the USCIS, but if the priority date is not current, Nikhil, it is current. If it is current though, you may want to consider, uh, yeah, you're say, he's saying his priority date is current. Uh, you may want to sue the USCIS. Um, that may be a better way of attention in getting, um, and you you know, Stephen Brown, he's been recently quoted in the Forbes about the litigation. He's our litigation director. You can contact him. Watch this video and contact him. I've already provided you his email address, Nikhil. That's the only way to get the attention that we know about, okay? Thank you guys for coming. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 4.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.